Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, Diaria! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on. Well, 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 well. What do we have here? We got ourselves a victory Monday on this, this fine Monday morning. The Niners, oh yeah, they took care of business. Big D, Dallas, not so much. Not so much. This isn't a day, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not a day to talk about some of the throws Jimmy may have missed, what could have went wrong, what maybe should have went wrong. This is a day to celebrate what happened. We don't do what ifs. We don't do what ifs. We do what actually happened. And we got the text lines open. Pregame show, Allen Styles, 95.7 The the Game, filling in for Stephen Langford. We want to hear from you, 888-957-9570. If you want to talk some trash, if you want to just say what your favorite play was, any of that, the phone lines, the text lines are open. We got plenty of sound hearing from Shanahan, hearing from Debo, hearing from Garoppolo about how they felt the day went. And if were they ever nervous at all? We tried to tell y'all. We tried to tell y'all. The Niners were ready. NFC least? Nah. Not going to happen, man. Not going to happen this time. The pretenders got called out. There was no more room to hide. The Niners made sure of that. Let's get right into it. Let's hear from Shanahan on the rivalry with Dallas. Um, but I, I ended up showing some of the guys Friday, and it's just kind of cool because you think back to those days, and you know those are my heroes, and they became my heroes by watching those games, like most people from our generation. I just tried to remind our guys that, you know, Dion and Michael, they they were 25 then. They're they're just like you guys, and you know, showing them plays of Ricky Waters, and, and they, guys, they, these guys become everyone heroes because of what you do in the playoffs, not what you do in the season, and. I don't think our guys totally know the rivalry. They got an idea now, uh, but they knew the moment and they were ready for it. And um, and it was a tough game and give a lot of credit to Dallas. It's a real good team. Um, I'm real proud of our guys. There it is right there. This is a new generation of this rivalry. And we don't know when the, the Cowboys and Niners will meet again in the playoffs, but that's why you have to take advantage of when it does happen. And the Niners took advantage yesterday in every single way. Look, we, we've been harping on the division, the NFC East, and, and praising the NFC West, and that's why it actually matters. That's why this actually matters. A couple weeks ago, we saw what happens to teams that put themselves in situations that they shouldn't be in, and, and, and it's not their fault. Cincinnati, going back to college. Cincinnati, great team, did great things in the AAC. This is not the SEC, though. So when you got to show up against a real deal team in a real deal conference, this is what actually happens. And Dallas can get all the division titles they want. When it's time for the playoffs, what was it, 22 years since they won a playoff game? This is the real deal right here. The Niners have been there. They got pieces from that core that went to the Super Bowl. Jimmy G, don't beat yourself. 
We'll get into Dak Prescott. We'll get into Jimmy G. We're getting into all of that. And emotions were all over the place. The game is over. It's going to be a blowout. Oh, wait, it's going to be a good game. There's a fumble. Oh, wait, there's no fumble. All over the place. But ultimately, the Niners did what they always do. The Niner fans did what they always do. They showed up. And that's not to say that the Niners have shown up all season because obviously, you know, they had to win their game, their final game to get in based on what happened with Atlanta and things like that. But when it matters most, we've seen this team produce. A lot of the times we've seen this team produce. I just want to get into it really quickly because, you know, we do have, we do have, the Warriors. So so I just have to speak on it in case you didn't get to catch the game uh, last night. Quickly, the Warriors did drop their game to the Timberwolves with no Steph, no Draymond. Some tough news about Draymond. His calf connected to his back. He's going to be out longer than expected. But I'll tell you what. The only thing I took away from that game last night was that Jonathan Kaminga looks like he's going to be a dude. He is going to be a guy, and he will eventually be a star in this league. That's all I got for you on the Warriors end. Let's get back to the Niners. So the Niners played their game, and they didn't beat themselves. The defensive line made Dak uncomfortable. The secondary, for the most part, didn't give up the big plays, and the offense played within themselves. This is what we were talking about all week long, and it's that simple. Cowboys, they just made far too many mistakes. They tied the NFL record for penalties in a playoff game. They tied it at home. That, that, that is unreal. And McCarthy is going to have to answer for it. All the pre-snap penalties, you can't, it can't happen. It just, it can't happen. They, the lights were a bit too bright, and they got a little tight. That's exactly what happened right there. Kellen Moore is going to have to answer for it. Kellen Moore, new genius, new genius, got to be a head coach. Dan Quinn, to a lesser degree, to a lesser degree, again, we'll talk about the low-scoring game. Here's Shanahan on winning a low-scoring game. That's the cool thing about football. I mean, it's, it's never a seven-game series, so there's lots of ways to win one game. Um, and I think that's why people enjoy watching football. It's one game, and um, it's, there's so many different ways to win it. I like to think that we have a team built to do it. Um, you do that through experience, and I think we've won a number of different ways this year. And um, I'd like to finish people out better there at the end. Uh, I don't think we should have gave the ball back to them, um, which we definitely – um, should not have um, with that uh, mess up on fourth and one. Um, but I'm just proud of the guys that even when you did hit some bad adversity, that they found a way to still win and um, gives us a chance to keep trying to get better. Look, Shanahan's a head coach. You got to find the negatives. And the Niners did at certain points in this game almost try to give it away. It was, they were both playing hot potato for a second, and the Cowboys just wanted nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Maybe they just they didn't want to lose the next round. I'll, you know what? I don't want to get on a plane. Let's just lose now. Niners, you take care of it. I, I don't know what it is. But as much as the Cowboys did not show up and there were penalties galore, this is about the San Francisco 49ers. Big players make big plays in big games. We all, we all know the saying. Debo Samuel doing what he does, running the ball. He's catching the ball. Elijah Mitchell could not be stopped, which allowed the Niners to limit Jimmy's passes, which limits the possibilities of mistakes, even though there still were some. But, man, the Niners did not make it easy at the end of the game. Playoff football to a T. The sneak that got called back due to a false start. Hearts sank into stomachs, and it wasn't always pretty. It could have been easier, just like Shanahan said. Could have finished them off earlier. But the Niners came into Dallas and took care of business. And a lot of Dallas's penalties were self-inflicted. But the holding penalties over and over again, now that is a result of being faster, being stronger, and beating the offensive line to get to Dak and pressure him or shut down that run. I, I was curious. I don't know what was going on with, with Tony Pollard, why he didn't get more touches earlier on in the game. Zeke couldn't do anything. I think he ran for maybe 30 yards, something like that. Shut, so the Niners shut down the run. Dak can only throw. I saw one vertical pass from Dak the whole game. Cowboys looked like deer in headlights. Wide receivers looking into the sun, literally not able to catch the ball when you're the home team. Have you not, have you not experienced this before? Like, are, Was this your first time on the field? What was going on? Last week, heading up to the game, Cowboy Nation was in shambles. Don't, don't, let, the, don't let 
The Niners buy, Niner fans buy tickets. They were worried. And I'll tell you what, if you look in that crowd, they had every right to be. Every right to be. There was, it looked like just as much red and gold. I know Bonte is going to be on here later. And he was there. He's going to give the real deal of what it was out there. But it looked like a lot of red and gold out there. I'm just saying. Just as much as the blue and silver, we were seeing a lot of red and gold. So, obviously, the second half, that's really where, you know, this drama went down. It was a bit of a stalemate for a bit. Uh, You know, I I called it. I said we needed to see the Eric Armstead belly rub. We got it. So, shout out to Eric Armstead on that. But right after that, you have the roughing the kicker. And I was almost positive. Like, I think when that happened, everybody felt like that could be the turnaround for the Cowboys. But they couldn't do a dang thing. Pretty sure they went three and out. Maybe they got one first down. They could not get out of their way. I think there was a – you could just guess. Yeah, there probably was a penalty. The penalty on almost every drive it felt like. Their next drive, K1 Williams picks off Dak because they were pinned back due to surprise, surprise penalties. Niners get in the Cowboys' territory. Debo to the house. Cowboys can't do anything. You know, they they just couldn't. They just couldn't. Sam, were you surprised at all at what we saw from the Niners Cowboys. I mean, it wasn't like they shellacked them, right? It was pretty standard. It's hard for me on a day like this to not think about how poorly the Cowboys played. I mean, I don't know if surprised is the right, right word. I definitely think the Niners were in the better position to win most of the game and coming into it. I just think it was a terrible matchup for the Cowboys that they made worse by shooting themselves in the foot numerous times with the penalties. So I think if anything, the, the penalties I think are the big surprises. I don't know if anyone really expects a team to tie an NFL record for playoffs in a game yeah. in that situation. Yeah. And what's crazy is that you see that, and I'm not necessarily sure what the, what their average penalties is. Obviously it's not 14, but they did lead the league uh, this season in penalties. Vegas was two, and they're, they're normally the reigning champs in that regard, the Raiders are. But it was actually the Cowboys. So they're just undisci- they were just an undisciplined team, and, and it showed up at the very worst time. So back to the second half, after, after the Cowboys c- couldn't do anything after Debo to the house, at this point, the Niners really could have put this thing away. And I know I said that this was not a day to talk about you know, the things that the, the Niners missed on. We are enjoying it. We are enjoying it here on the pregame show with Alan Styles filling in for Stephen Lanford, 888-957-9570. We are enjoying it. Call me, text me. Let, 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 let's keep it going. But we have to talk about what happened during the game. So at that point in the game, the Niners could really have put it away. So Jimmy misses Ayuk on a double move where he had Trayvon Diggs in a different dimension. Like Spider-Man, multiverse, enter the multiverse, Trayvon Diggs was in a completely different universe after that move, and Jimmy just missed him. Now, some people were saying, did uh, did he decelerate? Did did Ayuk decelerate on the throw? I don't know. I just know that I just know that the throw got missed, and it's hard to decelerate on a double move. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to move and move again. So to slow down, maybe after the ball got thrown, he stopped throwing. I'd have to relook at it, but it just looked like a, a classic Jimmy miss. So. You get, you get, you get, you miss Ayuk there. Cowboys attempt to grab the moment with that fake punt, eventually get a field goal. And following that, Jimmy does what you cannot do. So we, we talk about bad Jimmy, good Jimmy, good Jimmy. It wasn't great Jimmy, but it was, it was okay Jimmy, majority of the game. Porn star Jimmy. And then you're rolling, you're rolling to your right. You don't really have anything. Another overthrow, I believe it's his fifth pick due to an overthrow. And you do what you cannot do, throw an ill-advised ball that gets picked off. Cowboys subsequently score, and now, uh uh-oh, it's 23-17. The Niners didn't even score in the fourth quarter. And you're thinking, here we go. Here they come. Bad Jimmy says, you know, I I hope y'all didn't think I wasn't going to show up. I'm always going to show up at least once. I'm always going to show up at least once. But the Cowboys could not find consistency on the offensive end. Just not at all. And on the other hand, the Niners were just unable to put it away. Again, it was hot potato. The fumble that wasn't a fumble. Jimmy underthrew Kittle on purpose. Like, that's what we'll go with. He did it on purpose. He knew, he knew not to catch it because, or, or, or Kittle dropped it on purpose. One of the two. 
Shanahan punts it on fourth and one. I believe it was 250 left. Defense shows up. Then the Niners wanted to go for it. There's a false start. So with a lot of back and forth, the Cowboys find themselves with one more chance. One more chance to Dak. Got the bag. Getting paid. Oh, my gosh. I saw all over social media. Dak will not lose to Jimmy G. He's not going to lose to Jimmy G. Dak is closer to elite. I don't, I don't know if either of them are elite. I'm be honest. Dak is not an elite thrower of the football. That, that's just, I've never thought that. He's a great leader. They're actually very similar. Dak is just a bit more mobile. They're great leaders. People like being around them. And people want to play hard from them. But you have to, you, there does take a certain level of talent and skill to get this stuff done. And it sounds crazy. Highest powered offense. Dallas was this season. It was crazy. Crazy. But the playoffs, 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 the playoffs, they're a different beast. You can't you can't just roll up in there. This is not 10 a.m. against Washington. This is not 10 a.m. against the Giants. It's not. It's not. So when you make Dak specifically a thrower of the football, all of a sudden things get tight. It's not an option anymore. Now he has to throw. But I'm be honest. I'm getting, I'm pretty hard on Dak right now. But it's not all his fault. The Cowboys just didn't show up. And I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I don't want to hear about that last play, because what I heard and what the broadcasters were saying is that Dak was supposed to give the ball to the ref. You have to know that the refs have to touch the ball first. So him giving it to the center was completely useless. So I don't want to hear about it. I also don't want to hear about it because you had all game. You had all game to figure it out. We got a 707 number right here. The only thing I'm upset about is the ref not cleanly hand, handling the ball at the very end because now I have to listen to every Cowboy fan use the, use the word if. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because they had four quarters to figure it out. They had four quarters to show up. But their wide receivers were looking into the sun they had, uh, they tied a record with penalties, and you put yourself in a hole. And then Dak doesn't give the ball to the referee. And, and, and before not even giving the ball to the referee, you chose to run the football with, what was it, 14 seconds left with no timeouts? That, that's a gamble. That's a gamble. That was, I think, the most ridiculous part of that that whole sequence there. It's like, why do you run a QB draw up the middle with a running clock and you have no timeouts? That's the real, like, what the heck there. But, you know, far be it for Cowboys fans to ask that question. I mean, that, that, those are the questions you have to ask. But Kellen Moore is the next Sean McVay offensive genius, right? That That's the best you could come up with? Come on. I don't want to hear that. Like I said, 888-957-9570. We're talking about what the Niners did. Because if you look at the numbers, no other team, no, no team won not breaking, I believe, well, 23. I think the Niners scored the least amount of points that won the game. 17 points for the high-powered Dallas Cowboys offense, best wide receiver core, Dax Elite, Ezekiel Elliott. He seems like a footnote now. Is he washed? Tony Pollard, was he in the doghouse? What's going on there? The Niners showed up, and they didn't even really have to show up. I think that's the craziest part. They just made less mistakes than the Cowboys. That's all. That's all. The offensive line for the Cowboys, they couldn't block, false starts, holding penalties were the false starts because of the crowd. We can ask Bonte during the morning roast with the false starts because of the crowd. Couldn't hear. The Niners' defensive front had them uncomfortable. Hashtag Nick Bosa was held. Those holds were getting called. Every time CeeDee Lamb caught a ball, the, the play came back. I swear, every single time. And I want, and he's doing his little, you know, he like, I don't even know what he does. He, he, he like takes his finger under his nose and does the first down. He was doing that. He, he was showing out. Sorry, homie. Look back. There's some laundry on, on the field. It's coming back again. Walk on back there because it's coming back. The holds were getting called. I have no clue, but there was a drive where there were back-to-back false starts. Back-to-back false starts, and, and the offensive line, Dallas's offensive line is supposed to be, you know, each year one of the top offensive lines. Maybe a down year. Who knows? But back-to-back false starts at home. Dak Prescott is your quarterback. You are paying him a lot of money during a playoff game. That is, that is unfathomable. You just, it just can't happen. 
It can't happen, but it did. And I'm not going to sit here, and, and I'm sure in Dallas or in Arlington or wherever, all over Texas, where Cowboy fans are, all over the globe where Cowboy fans are because they are America's team, right? Sure, everywhere they're talking about what the Cowboys didn't do, but I'm here to talk about what the Niners did do because sometimes you just do enough to win, and that's what the Niners did. They did enough to win. And speaking of, speaking of doing enough to win, here's Debo, a real winner, on calling for the touchdown run. When K1 got the when K1 got the interception, I looked at Kyle. I was like, "Hey, let's, let's give me the ball. Um, I got you." And so I just went out there, and the next play, I scored. <laughs> there you go, there you go, and you could see the frustration all over. You can see the frustration from the Cowboys. Uh, CeeDee Lamb was showing people up, rolling eyes when he had to come back. McCarthy was, was uh, I can't believe this is happening. Dude, you were the most penalized team this year. It's what you do. This is exactly who you are. When someone shows you who you are, who they are, believe them. You, you, that, are you really surprised, McCarthy? Really? What did we say last week? You can't change who you are in a week. You can't get more physical. You can't get more disciplined. You cannot change who you are within a week. It doesn't matter who's coming to town, and it doesn't matter what is on the line. You are who you've been all season. That's it. That's it. Jimmy controlled the game. You know, it was a very very Jimmy game, a very pedestrian game. 16 for 25, one interception, which eventually led to a touchdown. But for the most part, the Niners as a whole controlled the game. Jimmy, just don't make mistakes. Just, just, just limit mistakes. But let's be fair, right? Again, I'm doing my best to stay positive here. It's a victory lap. We got it. They're probably about where, where maybe one or two throws that, that probably could have been picked, but they weren't. They just weren't. And the Cowboys, that's their calling card. Interceptions, okay? Could, could, could not make it happen besides the one where Jimmy shouldn't have even thrown it. Shouldn't have even thrown the football or, or, either, or just throw it away. Just throw it away. The offensive line, from that, that, the schemes that we all praise Shanahan for, they all came to play. All came to play. Out of all the games this weekend, no team, like I said, no team won that didn't eclipse 20. This regular season, the Cowboys averaged 31 points a game and allowed 21. So I'm not looking at Dan Quinn. I'm not looking at the defense here. They gave up 23. That, that, I mean, that's pretty darn good. That's pretty darn good in a playoff game. So their defense showed up enough as much as they have all season. You know, with Kellen Moore, the offense, they got a lot of questions. They got a lot of questions. And I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, the, the age-old question that, that, that media members like to do, did the Niners win or did the Cowboys lose? You know me. I've been on this show for a little over a week now. Both things can be true. The Cowboys did not show up, but the Niners showed up enough, and that's all you really need. And if you think about it, you could even say, all right, well, now the Niners are due for a big, big game because they didn't really perform to the best of their abilities against the Cowboys, but they didn't have to. Sometimes sometimes you're good enough is just that, good enough. That's it. That's it. So – the Niners, they do what they need to do. They take care of business. Niner Nation was in full effect. They're at all the bars. I mean, this, this was unreal. And now, and I don't even want to say the words Green Bay because we're trying to enjoy it, but it's hard not to look forward to the man, the myth, the legend himself, Aaron Rodgers. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best. I'm going to try. Sam, we, every time I bring it up today, you should do like a, a buzzer sound to get me back on track because we're not looking forward yet. This is the victory lap. There you go. That's exactly what I want. This is the victory lap for the Niners. 888-957-9570. This is the victory lap. They did what they had to do. They showed up. Defense defense had the Cowboys in another world. They couldn't figure it out. They could not get anything going. You make Dak a vertical thrower of the football, specifically and you're going to have issues. And Jerry Jones, oh my, oh my goodness. I would love, I might just, I might just find some Dallas stations. It'll be music to my ears. Just some Dallas stations. Because you know he's going to be running around everywhere. And it doesn't matter. He, he, and I don't think Jerry Jones is going to talk about Kellen Moore. 
And I don't think Jerry Jones is going to specifically talk about Mike McCarthy, but I guarantee you he'll talk about Dak. And Dak wasn't perfect, but that team wasn't perfect. They were far from it. And part of that and a lot of that has to do with the Niners coming in with the mentality that we're better than you. We know we're better than you. And now we're going to call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. i show you. When we come back, we are still breaking this thing down. We got more things to talk about on the pregame show with Alan Siles on 95.7 The Game, filling in for Stephen Langford. 888-957-9570 is the text line and the call line. We want to hear from you. It is going down. The victory lap on this Victory Monday. Happy MLK Day to everybody, and we'll be right back. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Would you listen to that? Just a beautiful sound. We got Drizzy playing in the background, trophies, Debo, TD run. It's a beautiful thing here at 95.7 The Game. Victory Monday, the pregame show. Alan Styles filling in for Stephen Langford. And it's something else. It is something else. That guy can literally do anything on a football field. I said again, Friday Night Lights, Debo is Booby Miles. That's who, that's who he is. Text line still on fire, 888-957-9570. 408 number here. Not a Niners fan, but Debo may single-handedly make me one. He's a bad man. Yes, he is. He's a bad man. He, he does everything. And, and d- further in the week, we, we will talk about, I mean, he is not, this is no longer a wide receiver playing a running back. He, he's, he's, what do they call him, a wide back? Like, he, he's making a new position. I don't know what it is about the Bay Area, but the athletes out here, they just simply seem to change the game. Steph Curry changed the game. And I'm not putting Debo in the Steph category yet, but he is really changing the game and changing the way wide receivers will be looked at. These are not, these are not just like, you know, random plays anymore. This is, this is in the offense. And other teams know it's coming, and other teams cannot stop it. They just can't stop it. We'll see what Green Bay has to say, but they just can't stop it right now. No, nobody can. We did have a couple, you know, a couple negatives with the with the Bosa and Warner injuries, and we'll see as the the week goes on uh, how, how serious or or what, whether they'll be able to play or not. I think the feeling is pretty optimistic, but obviously it's it's just way too early to tell. It's way too early to tell. But we are taking the victory lap here. We're still rolling. Five thirty one in the morning. Some of you may have it off. Enjoy yourself. If you don't have it off. Enjoy this Victory Monday. You'll be through it soon enough. We got you covered all day long. We're talking Niners all day long. There'll be some Warriors talk as well. We got you here at 95.7 The Game. And I've said it before, we're not here to necessarily pick apart what the Niners did wrong because a win is a win is a win is a win. And that was a W. Or, or, Or whether or not the Niners may have been too conservative at certain moments, or to even look forward to, like I said, I can't say it, I already said it once in this segment, GB. I'll just say GB so I don't get I don't get the sound from Sam. But we are enjoying this victory and soaking it all in because winning cures everything. Dak is getting paid $40 million a year. $40 million a year. And when you look at his, his stat line, it doesn't look terrible yesterday, but it's empty. It's empty. You watched the game. I don't even know how he got those yards, to be honest. I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. I have no clue how he got 254 yards. I don't. 23 for 43. 
put, I mean, Jimmy, 172, one interception. Who won? It don't got to be pretty, but you just got to get it done. And that's exactly what the Niners did. We didn't see what we thought we would from the Cowboys. I, I don't think. Or we did. The, bright, the lights get bright sometimes. And like I said, people get tight. Maybe that's what it was. But they're going to have to answer for that all day long. The Niners do not. Because Dallas looked shell-shocked. Dallas looked unprepared. We saw a Niners team that looked like they had been there before. We saw a Niners team that looked like, yeah, I mean, we play pretty tough teams uh, most weeks. So this is nothing new to us. You guys are not – this is not a surprise to us. We saw a head coach that trusts his playmakers to make plays. And what we saw is a team more disciplined. And honestly, they just seem to want it more. When the Niners Niners play – They just seem to want it more. When they beat the Rams, they seem to want it more. They came in to Jerry World and just seemed to want it more. That's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Cowboys, I, I have no clue why Pollard didn't get more touches. I have no clue how Zeke eclipsed 1,000 yards on the season. I have no clue how Dak threw for almost 4,500 yards this season. And I have no clue how the Cowboys had the highest team total offense this season. But then again, maybe I do. And I know I've been beating down on them. I know I've been beating down on them. But maybe I do. Because when you go 6-0 against the NFC East, you can stack up wins and you can stack up stats But those teams, you're doing that when nobody's watching, and it doesn't matter. And if that can't translate to when it matters most, then it's useless. It's completely useless. Completely. 415 number here says Debo calls himself a wideback. There you go. Wideback, baby. It's it's so unique. It's so different to, to see this used again once or twice, once in a blue moon. Sure, we've all seen that. This is a part of the offense now. And we would have to talk to the other teams to figure out what is so difficult. Like, Debo is a man. He's a man's man. That's part of it. That's part of it. But you saw Debo throw before. You saw Debo, obviously, catch plenty of times. Go to Juwan Jennings. There's too many options out of the set that the other team has to prepare for. And we understand that the Cowboys had the worst Defense, when it came to rushing yards from motion. So, obviously, Kyle knew he wanted to do that, too. Let's not forget Elijah Mitchell. He set the tone early. Getting a touchdown. This is what the Niners do. These games come down to who makes the other team play their game. And the Cowboys, to be honest, I don't even know what their game is. It's just get up by a lot and, 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 and coast from there. All the close games, I'm thinking now I'm thinking back to Thanksgiving against the Raiders. Their first game against, against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers were more fully loaded at that point. But this is who they just seem to be. And I don't know. I, and I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear from Dak. And I think it was a pretty bad look, if I'm honest. I guess the whole thing about the whole thing about the trash being thrown and when he thought it was being thrown at a player or players, he basically said, shame on them, shame on the fans. When he found out that they were actually throwing the trash at the referees, they said, then, then he goes, well, good for them. Then that is such a bad look to me. That's an awful look. Okay. Let, let's, let's get the sound from Sam. Cause th- I just, this is, this is brutal. No, I didn't see that. It's sad. I mean, you're talking about a team, you're talking about men that come out each and every day of their lives and uh, give everything to the sport, um, give everything to this game of football. Um, nobody wants to succeed more than we want to succeed. I understand fans and, and, and the word fan for fanatic. I get that. But um, to know everything that we put into this day in and day out, try our hardest. Um, nobody comes into the game wanting or expecting expecting to lose, and um, for for people to react that way when you're supposed to be a supporter um, and, and be with us through thick and thin, uh, th- that's tough. Credit to them then. Oh, credit, credit to them. Dude, you're making forty million a year. 
Sam, I see you shaking your head in, in, in you know, in the booth. What, what do you got for me? Am I overreacting? Because I think that was just an awful, awful look. It's trash. There you go. Um, honestly, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, you're, you're getting paid forty million a year. Forty million a year. I get you're frustrated with the refs in that situation, but like, dude, you gotta rise above it. And the fact that you spend thirty seconds bemoaning how awful it is that you know stuff's being thrown at your teammates. I was like, oh no, it's the rest. Oh well, then never mind. It's the greatest thing ever. And the fact that everyone laughs at it afterwards, it's just really, it's it's a bad look on Dak. And I've always thought Dak was one of the more you know better guys in the league. It's a bad look on him. You know, see, it's a bad look on the Cowboys organization. It's just, I get you, you lost, you're emotional, blah blah blah. That's just weak. Like you gotta be better than that. And you know, let the fans crap on the refs. You know, you gotta be better than that, Dak. That's just, that's just really bad. Yeah, now he's got a fine coming, but I guess he doesn't mind the fine because he's making 40 mil a year, so it's all good. The switch-up is real. I mean, that whole rant about how how awful it was to throw at the players, but then you throw at – you're okay to throw at the refs who are also human. And if he's specifically talking about that last play, the ref did say, my bad. Again, did anybody ask Dak, hey, why didn't you just give the ball to one of the refs, knowing that the refs have to touch the ball before you're able to hike it? Did anybody ask that? I'm just curious. Did anybody ask that? No, nobody asked that? No? It's all uh, it's all on the refs? Did the refs call that play to run with the time running down and no timeouts? I say he's an idiot. Did 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 the refs make put the sun in the right in the in the right area so that you throw a football and it goes right through your wide receiver's hands? Like no. you guys like you guys don't play there every single day? Did the refs cause you to have a NFL record-tying amount of penalties in a playoff game? Not a chance. Did the refs, did the refs make you hold? Did the refs make you, you know, illegally shift? None of that. None of that, Dak. And he's a guy, to Sam's point, normally is takes accountability. This one's on me. How about this? Did the refs make you throw ducks to the sideline where I couldn't tell if you did it on purpose or if your arm might not be all the way there? Because those balls <laughs> no. were not even reaching. They were not even reaching the sidelines. But you're going to stand up there and condone throwing trash at humans because you made a bad play and because you guys didn't show up at home and because your fans didn't show up the same way you thought they would. That's your fault. That's your fault. You think Jerry Jones is going to like that? No. Right to jail. It's, this, is a, this is bad. This is bad. So I, I had to spend some time on that because it, it is nuts. It is nuts to, to, to sit there and look. What is, what, I love my old sayings. What is it? Uh, people show you who they are after a loss. And, yeah, he's frustrated. But you should have been frustrated during the game. You should have said, Zeke, my guy. We're on hard knocks together. We're besties. We love each other. Zeke, can you hit a hole? Offensive line, can you do me a solid and not hold? Can you catch a football? Tell yourself, can I, can I, can I not throw a duck? Can I get something vertical going? Can I make the Niners respect my arm talent in a way that they have not respected it all game? The answer to all those questions was no. So I don't want to hear about it from the refs. I don't. I absolutely do not. It's ridiculous. And he's probably regretting it today. He should have tweeted it. At least he could have deleted a tweet. This thing is going to be everywhere. And it's probably going to be everywhere until he actually gets a W. And who knows when that's going to be. So back to the Niners. And, and what went right for them. Really, they just never really felt any heat from the Cowboys. And that's what's so tough about breaking down a game like this. The Cowboys did so much to get in their own way. The Niners did enough to win, but it, it's besides what the defensive front was able to do. Offensively, the Niners, I mean, they, they weren't world beaters. They just did enough. They did enough. And Jimmy, again, when you control the amount of throws that he has, and and limit the the chances that he has to make mistakes. That's when things that's when things go well for the Niners because they didn't because of the defense. It's all stemmed upon the defense because the Cowboys couldn't score, so they didn't have to throw the football as often as Dallas probably would have wanted them to. 
That, that that's it. We got a four one five. 415 jumping on the, the did the refs make you train. That's what I like to see. 888-957-9570. Did the refs make you guys unable to tackle Debo? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know, too. Did, did, did the refs make it so that you couldn't get in the weight room? Did the refs make you leave the weight room early? How about that? No. But now you sit here, you got to eat crow, and you got to figure out what what is going on? I don't know what they I don't know what they need. It's a mess over there. The Niners they just at this point there are certain franchises that right now the Niners they got their look they got that look in their eye and they are leaving these teams in shambles. Sean McVay just immediately had said that you know the game against the Niners didn't matter. Really, really, dude, that game didn't matter. Come on, you sound ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. Now I think he might have said it with a wry smile because they're trying to move. You're trying to you're trying to move forward, but come on, and now you have the Cowboys, and we got a five one zero number right here. The only thing sweeter than beating the Cowboys is watching them implode. Can you imagine Jerry Jones in that losing locker room? I am so they need to do a hard knocks. I know they did the hard knocks during the season with the Colts. I don't know if anybody watched. I did not. They need to do a part two with the Cowboys and just ha- just show us Jerry Jones in that locker room. It would be the exact opposite of Jimmy Johnson. How about them Cowboys? It would be the exact opposite of that. I, I, I need to be a fly on the wall there. I need to. It's, it's the Niners are just men. And we're going to see, and I know Sam's going to probably buzz me, we're going to see what they do against Green Bay. Because he's been able, <laughs> they've been able to do this so often. They've been able to do this so often. And they're just hot. Sorry, ESPN predictor. You gave Niners a 36% chance to win. You might want to figure out what's wrong with your, uh, with your numbers because that, that, it didn't look like 36% to me yesterday. I'll tell you that much right now. It looked like about 75, and the Cowboys, oh, my goodness, that 25 got down to 5% when you decide to run with the, with the clock running down and no timeouts. But it's the ref's fault. Throw trash at them. They don't have families. Nobody cares. Credit to the fans for throwing trash. Come on, dude. Grow up. We got another did the refs. Did the refs not give you an extra possession with that moving back of the third down conversion? Come on. Come on. But nobody wants to talk about that. That doesn't fit the narrative. What is the narrative? That, that the, the, the Cowboys, you know, they got played? Really? You were at home. You you looked like you weren't at home. For for all we know, for all we know, do you ever play there? They were a complete mess, and they need to take accountability. And they need to give the Niners credit because the Niners did not fold at any point during that game. And we and we listened to sound last week about, about Kyle Shanahan and how we felt why Jimmy is able to bounce back after those interceptions. You wish you wouldn't have those interceptions. But he is able to bounce back. Now, yesterday after the interception, that's when there was the fumble that wasn't a fumble. So he didn't necessarily ball out after that. But you just limit, you just limit the mistakes and you limit the ch- opportunities that you give the Cowboys. And when they gave the Cowboys opportunities, they couldn't do anything with it. They couldn't do anything with it. And they need to own that. Kellen Moore, Mr. Genius, you need to own that. Let's go to the phone lines. 888-957-9570. Dominic from Pinole. Let's hear from you. Victory Monday. Let's go. Hey, 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 baby. What's going on, man? I told you I was going to call back. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, the Cowboys, they, 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 forget about the Cowboys. Let's talk about Jimmy G now. What are we going to do with him? When you let the boy play ball and you let him just do his thing, let him make his mistakes, give him the confidence that he needs, and Jimmy, Jimmy is going to do way more better things if the 49ers let him go. I don't think that Jimmy G is bad as everybody try to say they are. Let's give Jimmy G this day his props and to make sure that he get his money. Man. I don't got nothing else to say, man. Stop hating on him. Thank you, Dominic, for that call. Always good to hear from you. Thank you for calling back. I, I love that. I love the follow-ups. That's awesome. Look, I, Jimmy, nobody, I'm not hating on Jimmy. I'm not hating on Jimmy. I don't think a lot of people are hating on Jimmy. And I had, I had said at the beginning of this, we weren't supposed to talk about any negatives today. I'm, do, I'm doing my best here. Nobody's perfect. I'm doing my best. 
Jimmy made less mistakes. If you watched that game yesterday, Dak, if you had guessed who's getting paid $40 million, it would have been a, it would have been a coin flip. It would have been a coin flip. And to that point, Jimmy Garoppolo, he did what he needed to do yesterday. He did not make the terrible mistakes. He had the one, but they were able to come back from it. But besides that, why does, why does game manager have a negative connotation? Why does it have a negative connotation? You manage the game. Jimmy is a game manager, and he's good at it. He's good at it. We, but I'll tell you this. We talked – we had a long show last week about what happens if the Niners continue to win. I will say this. If the Niners continue to win like this and with Jimmy kind of just being – around not necessarily balling but you know managing the game then I do think that's a situation where even if the Niners win the whole thing you probably still move forward that we saw yesterday what that looks like in my opinion in my opinion that's what we saw we saw a game that the Niners won because the Niners as a whole showed up but Jimmy wasn't wasn't a world beater so I think you could literally win the Super Bowl and the Niners could say hey Jimmy Thank you. You know, we're, we're, we're going to the kid. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it, it, a relationship. Hey, it's just time to move forward. Nothing went wrong. Nothing went wrong. But thank you for the call. So the big players, and, and, oh, and, and I got to take, uh, take a little bit of time to shout out myself. I talked about X-Factors and Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, 66 yards, five receptions. I, I'll take that. I'll take that W on this victory Monday. Okay, I, the, the, from the doghouse to the penthouse, that's Brandon Ayuk, and he's going to keep rolling. He's going to keep improving, and the Niners are going to need it. Green Bay, they're no slouch. We know that. That's, the, they've been the number one seed, it feels like, since November or something like that. So now we have the conversation, and this is for later in the week. Oh, well, is the bye going to hurt them? Are they going to be ready to go? Green Bay is going to be ready to go. I'll tell you that much right now. Green Bay is going to be ready to go. And you know what? That's fine because the Niners are going to be ready to go. They were ready to go in Dallas. The Cowboys weren't. And if Green Bay isn't ready to go, well, good luck to them because this Niner team is red hot. Now, I, I would be surprised if Niner Nation can roll up in Green Bay like they rolled up in, in, in Jerry World. I would be surprised. But nothing is impossible. I, I know people are probably looking at flights right now because this team, they're, they're, doing, they're doing everything that you would want, and they're doing it all at the right time. All at the right time. Shanahan, give him his props. D'Amico Ryan's giving him, give him his props. Jimmy Garoppolo, give him his props. All this team deserves to, to enjoy it. And they, you know, they don't have a lot of time to enjoy it. But they need to because – even though they were the hot team, even though they were the team that everybody, oh, I'm on the hype. Anybody in a pick em league? You in a pick em league? I'm sure a lot of people pick the, the Niners. That's the one where you get over on people. All of this. So the last thing we'll touch on as far as, you know, this rivalry, let's hear from Jimmy on sensing how big this rivalry is. Just walking into the stadium today, you could tell it meant a lot to everybody in this stadium. It was it was a different type of atmosphere. Last week was crazy, maybe a little louder, but this one, just the energy, the passion, you, you felt it in there today. And you know, the red red came out. I mean, we were we were going on the cadence there a little bit at the end, just because the faithful were so loud and vice versa the other way. So it was it was a it was a good day. Did the refs make too many faithful fans show up and make it feel like an away game in your own home, Dak? Can somebody ask him that, please? I mean, this rivalry is huge. And I, I don't even know how much of a rivalry it's going to be moving forward. Right now, the Niners, they know what it takes to win in the postseason. And the Cowboys do not. So we mentioned a couple of the injuries, Bosa and Warner. Let's hear from Shanahan on guys stepping up after that happened. I mean, to lose two of our best players, our um, captains, um, you know, and be able to protect a lead like that too. I mean, when when you're missing your middle linebacker and you're missing our best pass rusher, it just the guys stepping it up in their place. And and I think you guys have been seeing guys do that um, this, these last couple months too. And 
just how much all guys who haven't been playing just have been fighting these last couple months to get back and to get healthy enough to um, play against the Rams and then this week to play in the playoffs. It was couldn't have done it without all, without those guys. Hey, it's the greatest team game. It's the greatest team game. Greatest team sport. That's what football is. And you hope you hope everybody's able to get healthy, but you understand that it's next man up and this this is the time where you need to step up. You step up. You either put up or shut up when you get to the playoffs. And you're dealing with Aaron Rodgers and you're dealing with LaFleur and you're dealing with a Packer team that has basically been rolling all season. But I think the Niners will be up to the task. Just like they've been up to the task every time they've needed to be. Some of these losses, and I think that's the thing about this whole is Jimmy G clutch thing. Because being clutch, it, it, it can be a specific game, or it could actually be within the season. And when it has mattered so far, Jimmy G and this team has shown up. Now, look, we've been positive all, 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 all show. You cannot play, you need to play better to beat the Packers. Like, like both things can be true. The Niners did enough to win. The Cowboys did enough to lose or did a lot to lose, but you cannot roll into Green Bay and, and, and play like that per se unless Green Bay lays an egg as well. And I just don't see that happening. I don't know that 23 points beats Green Bay unless the Niners really show up defensively. And Green Bay, again, maybe there's a little bit of rust there. Maybe they're not ready to go and the Niners can take control and get into that running game. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I, what I am sure is that the rest of you should enjoy this Victory Monday. You really need to. You really need to soak it all in. Happy MLK Day. Alan South filling in for Stephen Langford. 95-7 the game, pregame show. You know what it is. Morning roast up next. We'll talk to you soon. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.